Help I Got a Mac, podcast episode number 147. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hey everybody, it's Chris Biting, and uh, welcome to Help I Got a Mac. Um, Cliff is in here, but he's, he's he's got strep throat. So I'm kind of running the show today, and, and he's going to make sure I don't say or do anything terrible <laughs> or embarrassing. And uh, because because Cliff is such a, a, a awesome host, we've got two people kind of helping us out, so um, we, we sound professional and, and help me. And uh, we got. Uh, Eric Fisher in the room with us. Hello. The virtual room, I guess you could say. And uh, Father Roderick. Hey there. All the way from the Netherlands. And Eric, I'm, I'm not sure. Where, where, where are you calling from, Eric? I am uh, in Indiana. Oh, okay. So I'm about two and a half hours from you. Oh, cool. All right. Well, uh, and Cliff, Cliff just kind of groan or mumble or something. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff does have a great voice today. I do. It's my very white voice. Gonna be like the in a world, in a world where Cliff has strep throat and breathes his germs on his pop filter. Yeah, so he's gonna be sick for the next six months while the whole thing lives in his pop filter. So, <laughs> and I'm, so put- I'm so glad that sharing is still limited on the internet. Yes, <laughs> wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> yeah, don't upload that strep to your Dropbox, please. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome Dropbox. <laughs> exactly. Today's episode is sponsored by Lysol. <laughs> I think that. Didn't Google announce that with the Chrome thing? Never. Something. Anyway, yeah, we got some uh, some news today. It'll probably be a pretty quick show unless uh, we get to being chatty, which which might happen now that there's like 300 of us on the call. So anyway, uh, the first thing uh, we're going to talk about is Netflix, ABC, Disney streaming deal to bring TV all you can eat to Apple TV. This was just announced like yesterday. And uh, Netflix made a deal to bring new episodes of a bunch of their shows from uh, ABC, ABC Family, the Disney Channel, and the Walt Disney Company to Netflix. Uh, so you'll get new shows of uh, you know Grey's Anatomy, Brothers and Sisters. I'm not even sure if that show's still on, and and, uh, and stuff. Only 15 days after they're, they're aired, plus all the back issues of Lost, Ugly Betty, and uh, Grey's Anatomy and stuff. So this is pretty cool. Um, it's a lot of content for your seven or eight bucks a month. No, I assume that this is again U.S. only, or is does uh, Canada also have uh, the same Netflix deal on the on the Apple TV? Uh, they do. They have the streaming deal. I don't know if they've got the same uh, content partners though. So, uh, yeah, this is U.S. only. Every time we always talk about Netflix, people kind of are like, "I can't get it." Same with well, Hulu. I'm still hoping that they will cross the ocean sometime in the future. I, I think they they mentioned something. But uh, there are no competitors here. So I would say let's roll out the red carpet and let's welcome them in. Exactly. <laughs> I, really- I, think, I think they're looking for investors to bring. The way that's Hulu is looking for investors to bring uh, Hulu to the, across the pond. And I'm sure, I'm sure Netflix is working on the same deal because it's a lot of money on the table. So last week I was in the United States and I was very tempted to get myself one of those new Apple TVs. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. the black hockey puck sized ones. Because they're not available in my country. I guess it's it's tied to this whole question of, you know, getting the contact the the contracts uh, with the older providers of, of content. Would have would it have been a stupid purchase? Can I do anything with the Apple TV besides 
Netflix and you know streaming rented videos is 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 there any value to the to the thing without those services? Uh, if you put your own videos in iTunes, you could still use it. But yeah, I mean, you know, let's be honest. The secret sauce of the new Apple TV is the the Netflix streaming, and then rentals. And I'm not sure if uh, if all the rentals are even available in Europe yet. Oh no, no, we have a totally different uh, <clears throat> iTunes store, and we only have like one <laughs> yeah. percent of the stuff that's available Jeez. elsewhere. But e- but even in the states, you kind of have to wonder: is it a compelling product? The well, price is definitely compelling. Yeah, I heard it. It does sell extremely well. And yeah, and if I, you're looking I at think, it comparatively with like the Roku's that can do HD, it's it's in there. So to be able to then tie into your your iTunes account content, that's the bonus feature, I guess. Yeah, and it does it. Yeah, it, and it does podcasting and all that kind of stuff. It's just it doesn't do the apps like Roku does. So you can't have like a dedicated like MediaFly app or something. Right. So yet. I don't know. I've, I've I've gone back. Yeah, I've gone back and forth on on. You know, because I, all I ask for for Christmas this year from my family and stuff is Amazon gift cards with <laughs> yeah. you know, the suspicion that I can buy whatever I want, you know, because a <laughs> lot of times I, you know, I'm shot down for my crazy purchases. Um, so, yeah, it's it's one of those things that, you know, do I go Roku? Because I, I get the XDS, the big one where you, where you can plug, you know, external devices in it and stuff. Oh yeah. Or do I go with with the with Apple TV? At this point, BoxyBox is no longer even in the running. It's overpriced, and from what I've heard, it's not you know very good. Unless you build your own. My brother-in-law, I saw his this past weekend. He built his own, and it was flawless and amazing. Yeah, I've got one with an Atom-based processor, but things like Flash and stuff are still yeah. real hitched for for me. Just because I have an underpowered machine, if I bought like a a, a Mac Mini and did it. It would it would be a different story, but yeah, and it's and it's a lot of you've got to do it yourself, and even the boxy box is not getting great reviews. And those days of building PCs are just behind me. I just don't <laughs> even want to do that anymore. Cut my fingers on cases and stuff. I've been there. I've done that. Yeah, I'm done doing that. So, how much do you think uh, Steve Jobs, you know, bringing Netflix to the Apple TV played into this Netflix ABC Disney deal? Mm, I didn't even think about that. Probably pretty, I, I would think he probably had a really big hand in this. Um, and I'm sure that uh, Netflix is, is, is paying Disney pretty, a pretty good chunk of change. They said the deal's worth an estimated 150 to $200 million to Disney. So, you know, Netflix has the juice to be able to do this now, and it's awesome. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but when I get a DVD, like I, I've had the Wolfman <laughs> DVD <laughs> uh, for like the past two months, and, and my wife finally said, you need to mail that thing off. Because I want to watch Breaking Bad and, and I can't get any more DVDs until you do yeah. that. So. Yeah, and for yeah. me, it's streaming all the time, man. I, I stream from my iPad in bed or, or from my iPhone. And it's just awesome. Yeah, I, I like Geist Road Truckers on the iPad. <laughs> Don't worry, Father Roderick. You'll have this awesomeness soon enough, I promise. Oh, it's not that I'm bored or that I don't know <laughs> what to do with my time, you know? <laughs> That's true. It's probably better you don't have it. Exactly. I'm surrounded by all sorts of screens right now that all ask for my attention. So I'm, I'm not complaining. Not really. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Uh, 90 second preview is now on iTunes. Is it there? Cool. It's, it's there now. Yeah. Which is funny because there are some things in iTunes that are uh, 90 seconds only. So like if you went to like a bunch of, of, of punk records, like 
uh, you know, the clash or, or not the clash, but, um, the sex pistols or something, you know, probably half their songs are 90 seconds. So yeah, you get those to the song for free. Nice. So yeah, that's cool. Um, it's more convenient. The end. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can hear the hook now. Oh, you know what? Check this out. Uh, according to Mac Rumors, not all songs offer extended previews yet, but eventually all songs over the two minute and 30 second uh, mark should. So, okay, Apple was a little smarter than I gave him credit for. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it doesn't take too much for them to see just how long the song is and decide whether or not it gets a 30 second or not. <laughs> exactly. It's probably, they probably don't have to see it. It's probably some kind of algorithm. So. Steve Jobs says Mobile Me will get better in 2011. A reader uh, emailed Steve Jobs and said, um, you know, he's a huge fan of Apple and wants to stay inside the Apple ecosystem, but Mobile Me is making it hard to do. Uh, the reader goes on to tell Jobs that Mobile Me is almost, quote, unusable and cites, quote, reliable and unpredictable syncing and du- creating duplicate entries as two examples of the shortcomings of Mobile Me. Then he asks Jobs to tell him it'll get better soon, and Jobs reply, Yes, it'll get a lot better in 2011, except for my iPhone. <laughs> so sounds, you know, sounds I, almost like too too many words for a for a reply by yeah, Steve Jobs. It should have been there just, are more than two words in there. <laughs> should, yeah, it should have been. Yep, yep. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I I was one of those people that had Mobile Me when I worked at Apple, but just because it was free. And uh, once I left Apple, my Mobile Me subscription ran out. I never renewed. So I do it. Does anybody here use mobile me at all? No, I've used I'm, it, but uh, not anymore. Yeah. Now that find my iPhone is free, you know, exactly. That would be the only really unique feature. Uh, and all the rest can, du- can be duplicated by other services. Like, I mean, I, I store all my photos on Flickr and on Facebook. It's probably even that is a bit overkill. Um, what else is there in there? Um, does it have disk, like, which you can use Dropbox for, but I Dropbox. think, I just gives you 20 gigs. Uh, so I'm not sure how much Dropbox is. Like, I know it's uh, is it 50 Dropbox gigs for $99 a year. Could be. But I mean, the free account is two gigs. And then you can, uh, you get, if you get referrals, you can up it all the way to 10 gigs. So that's where I am right now. And uh, uh, man, I need to get more referrals. I'm only up mm-hmm. to like three, three and a half gigs. Oh, yeah. Just put it on Twitter. You know, they've got, they even provide you with a link. And, and you just say, wow, I love Dropbox. You, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Twitter spam. <laughs> just don't send it to. Just don't send it to Cliff. He <laughs> will block you. <laughs> you probably got more Twitter flo- flo- followers followers than I do. Uh, yeah, I've got a lot of <laughs> followers, but you know, I only I only recommend what I what I really like. And in in this case, I mean, Dropbox has really way. changed the way that I use my computers. Um, and it's almost as revolutionary, I think, as as Gmail was at the time, where you you could approach your email from any place in the world from any computer, and Dropbox does kind of the same with files. Oh, it's great! You can even drop like um, I've been dropping some video content in there. You know, when I go out on site to show clients and stuff, because I can just grab my iPhone and play the videos straight from Dropbox, and it plays great. Wow! I didn't know it could do that. Yeah. You just gotta, um, you know, when you do something like in ScreenFlow, there's a checkbox for fast internet streaming, mm-hmm. and when you use that, it actually it changes kind of the the wrapper in in QuickTime to to stream, and it, it streams from Dropbox perfectly. Huh? Who know? Who knew? Yeah, you only, you only get like so you only get to, I think maybe a 10 gig transfer limit throughout the day, so you could 
You could, in theory, if you didn't have a real popular website, host your uh, your image files there too. I don't recommend that, but <laughs> yeah, Dropbox is awesome. I use it. I use the public folder a lot. I set up clients with folders on Dropbox. It's yeah. Dropbox I use is probably one of my products of the year, I think. Yeah, I, I use it all the time for podcasting. I mean, just having directories there with all my jingles and, you know, intro music, et cetera, and show notes. And no matter where I am, I travel a lot lately. Um, it's it's such a joy to be able to access all that stuff that otherwise I'd, I'd put on a USB stick or on a mobile drive. And, you know, I'm always a little bit... Uh, nervous when I when I carry around uh, all sorts of digital storage, uh, especially if you have to go through customs and you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I was checking the price. Fifty gigs is a hundred dollars a year, and then one hundred gigs is two hundred dollars a year. Mm. And I, I'm tempted, man. I'm tempted that yeah, uh, you know, if you've got the use for it, that's not a bad price for a whole year. Exactly. <laughs> But how could they improve um, the, the, the service, the, the mobile me? What, what, what is lacking? What, what would make you subscribe to it again? The cost. It has to the be cost. free. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's got to be free. Yeah, sure. Of course, I'll use it if it's free. I, I would say, well, well here's the thing. You know, uh, like SkyDrive for, for Windows Live, they give you 25 gigs. And mm-hmm. I think I think if mobile me went free as is, where you get 20 gigs of iDisk space, um, and then, you know, you could, you could buy more iDisk space. I think that would be very, very compelling. I, I would probably do that then. My, my problem is I, I, iDisk for me, I, I've used it. Dropbox is way faster. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's replacements for all the aspects of mobile me mm-hmm. with mail, contacts, calendar. What else? Oh, yeah, there? I do the, all my contacts. Yeah, yeah, I do uh, all my calendar syncing and everything through Gmail. What yeah. about, so, I mean, <clears throat> what about back to my Mac? I think that's actually built into the the, the OS itself. Okay, so isn't that, that right? That's not dependent on MobileMe. No, you still need, you still no. need a mobile account. You do need MobileMe. Okay, yeah. but Here's, you can you use know, you can use LongMe in though. There you go. Yeah. Here here's the thing. If uh, another issue of MobileMe that I that I've had uh, is that I can't use my own domain email. I'm not I'm not going to create a you know cbiting at me dot com. Right. And give it to people professionally. That's just not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if MobileMe said, "Okay, you know, you can use your own domain, just like Gmail," then maybe I would I would give it another look because it is really really tightly integrated to the operating system, which is kind of cool. You know what my killer feature would be for MobileMe if it would be the service that would provide me with streaming iTunes. If that would be the digital vault where I can dump all yes. my MP all my music and then I could stream it from anywhere. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised that there will be something like that in if they are, you know, if yes, this if, is real, if this is genuine, then that's not even a logical connection. Exactly. And not even upload, you know, where it can it can look at your iTunes library and go, okay, he owns these songs and then just makes them available, you know, because they're already yeah. they already have them. Yeah, I would if that if that was the case and I could access any of my iTunes from anywhere, um and that was part of MobileMe, I would probably buy it then at that point. I, I think it would be a no-brainer because there's been a lot of times, you know, I've got a 16-gig iPhone, and that's my only iPod, and uh, I've got 12 gigs of apps on there, and I've got to be really, really choosy on what songs I want on there. And there's been a couple times where, you know, I've, I've had a couple songs, and I'm out somewhere, and it's like, oh, man, I want to listen to this or that. I don't have it. 
Hey, and I can tell you from personal experience, and this is one of the advantages, one of the few advantages of, of living here in Europe, but we have a service called uh, Spotify, uh, which basically... Uh-huh. It does what we hope that Apple will also do, and it streams music. And you can you can get a five uh, what is it a five euro uh, per month account, and then you'll be able to stream music uh, on any computer that you have. Mm-hmm. And then for ten bucks a month, uh, you'll also get an application for your iPad or iPhone or I don't know, probably even Android phones, etc. Um, that will allow you to stream anything to your phone. And uh, honestly, it has totally changed my my <laughs> my whole consumption of music i'm only u- using spotify to to discover new music to listen to music i don't even bother buying it anymore <laughs> so unlike pandora you just say i want to listen to you know let's say can you, <laughs> you can specify thought- songs to listen to Absolutely. And very often it, it works like this. You know, someone, I'm, I'm, I'm for instance, uh, in a chat room and someone tells me, hey, you should check out this and this new song. So I type in the, the title or if, if, if I don't, if I'm not sure about the title, I'll just type in the artist. I get this whole list. I can just click on it, sample it. And then it, it, everything is clickable. So it also tells me the album. So I click on the album. I get all the songs on that particular album and I can just start, star them for, for, I can make playlists with all that. So I, I have access to millions of songs, and uh, I think that's that's the future of music. That is the that's the way it's going to be. Can you replay a song over and over again? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. There's no limit. Uh, there are no ads. They have a free option that is that will give you twenty hours per month. And uh, the reason that I switched to a paid account was that they kept playing all these advertisements to uh, hopefully. Uh, convince you to uh, switch over to uh, a paid account, which was very effective because I uh, like I don't want to hear <laughs> this th- these ads for cars that I will never be able to to buy. <laughs> I don't want to hear that anymore. I just want to hear music. But then it's unlimited, and so I, I awesome. love it all the time. Man, yeah, it, I know they've been trying to bring Spotify into the United States, and they said it's definitely not going to happen in 2010, but possibly uh, the end uh, or the sometime next year. So. You know, I think this, it's, it's probably the same problem why uh, we don't have Hulu and we don't have Netflix over here. It's the whole licensing trouble. It's, the, mm-hmm. the whole, it's all localized and it's such a mess. I mean, it's a bag of hurt. It is a bag of hurt. <laughs> Things like DRM and all. I mean, it, here's the thing. If you want to listen to a song that's not, or watch a show that's not available in the United States, you're going to find a way to do it. And if you want to keep yourself honest, that's the only people that get punished, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I'm not suggesting you going out and downloading TV shows off the internet nefariously. I'll do that for you. Anyway, <laughs> Infinity Blade, the coolest game ever for oh. iOS, is finally out today for my birthday because they knew. Of course, I, I did. I did hit them up on Twitter to ask them for a, a free download code, and they, they ignored me. Yeah. Now, Infinity okay. Blade is the game that is based on that demo that we got in one of those key, uh, keynotes, right? Where they yeah, showed you uh, the city that you could walk through and everything. Exactly. Uh, Epic Citadel was kind of the the tech demo for the for the engine that they're using, which is called the Unreal Engine, and it's the same engine that powers games on like the Xbox, like Gears of War and and things like that. And yeah, the the difference is this game. Unlike Epic Citadel, where you have to walk around and kind of explore, this game is kind of like on rails. Uh, the best way I can describe it is it's Mike Tyson's Punch Out with swords 
and a little bit of like buying new weapons and stuff. Hmm. And Which, and, honestly, and Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it's infinity. So when you go to the last guy, this king, if he if he defeats you, your son now has to go through and try to and, and he gets all your experience and power ups, and now you gotta go through again and try to beat him. And you keep going through and through and through. And I've I've read on forums like on Kotaku and stuff like that, uh, you know, game review forums, best looking game for the iPhone. It rivals some console games. And uh <laughs> this guy goes, um, in this video, I take a look at why I've played through the game seven times and I can't seem to stop. So reviews have been really good. They said if you're if you're think if you're going into it thinking it's going to be a full blown role playing game where you can look around and do whatever you want, you're going to be disappointed. If you go into it as a really really cool sword game, beautiful graphics, uh, fun to play with the promise of multiplayer and extra content uh, in a few months, then it's a must purchase and it works. Uh, both on the uh, iPhone and iPod Touch and the iPad, all you know, one one app. It's a universal app, which I wish everybody would do. And uh, six bucks, I bought it. Didn't even think twice about it. So that is cool. So it's universal. That it is. is awesome. And it, yeah. it it's uh, what is it? Retina display ready for iPhone four? Oh yeah! I, I, right before Cliff called me, I, I kind of started the game up because I I it's like three hundred megs. So I just yeah, kind of hit download, went and got a shower and stuff, and um, started it. And I had to actually lean in because I wasn't sure if my if I was seeing what you know if my eyes were actually seeing what was on the screen. And it, it oh, man, it looks as good as any console game I've played. And that's PS3, Xbox 360. It looks that good. Really, this is so exciting for the whole you know gaming in general for mobile gaming on on the iPad and the iPhone because if this engine delivers so well for the first game that is made on it, you know, imagine what it will do in a year from now if other oh, yeah. developers start using this engine. It's, yeah, oh, who's gonna who's gonna need a, a, a Nintendo DS or a, a PlayStation Portable anymore? It's, exactly. You know, I, I used to have those. I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Eric? No, no, no. I mean, this is a potentially a threat, I think, for even console games. Because when I look at my own game, I, I ga- I'm, a, I'm a longtime gamer. But if I look at my own behavior lately, I am almost exclusively gaming on the iPad now. And, and it's not even the best games yet. Yeah, so, Miyamoto, uh, Miyamoto-san, who, you know, the, the guy who created Super Mario Brothers. Uh, you know, at Nintendo, he's the the guy at Nintendo. He said, you know, our biggest competition uh, right now is not Microsoft, it's Apple. <laughs> and that's and that's because, you know, kids, if you ask pretty much any kid, especially in the, in the States, uh, what they want for Christmas this, this year, you hear iPod Touch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or iPad. Those are the two things you hear. And, you know, iPod Touch is what started, what, $249, $199, Cliff? What what did you ask again? I'm sorry, I was reading the, iPod, the chat room. The iPod Touch. Oh, I can't. What, what did they start at? I can't. Two forty nine. I think they're like. No, I think yeah. they're like two twenty nine or something like that. Yeah, here's the thing. You know, the the DS 3D is going to come out next year for three hundred dollars. I'm sorry, that's not going to be very successful. You know, you got those stable of games, but yeah, just like you said, if 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 Infinity Blade is a sign of gaming on iOS devices in 2011 it's going to be a good year yeah 229 looks like another game that i'm very excited about is um and i think this is still in development it's aralon 
Have you read yeah, about that? Yeah, it's it comes out I think the 16th. Now that game looks like it it actually delivers a bit more of an RPG type of a role-playing game type of uh experience compared to uh to Infinity Blade. So uh-huh. you do get to walk around in in a in an open world and you do get to encounter and it works very much like World of Warcraft and you know Lord of the Rings online and games like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Aralon Sword and Shadow is the it looks really, really good, especially if you if you know the whole development history where it first was programmed, oh, I think, looks, by just a bunch of guys that had no idea how to do something. It graphic. looked terrible, too. <laughs> it looked horrible. <laughs> and then the, the, I think another company got uh, involved and they redid the whole graphics part of it, and it looks stunning. I mean, I was watching the demos and it's like, I cannot believe this looks almost as good as World of Warcraft on a PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 this is happening on a mobile phone on an iPad. Who could have thought? Exactly. And it, it, there's a big article about it on uh, TouchArcade.com, mm-hmm. and uh, they said that uh, the initial release of Erlon HD is going to be completely universal. I am so happy people are doing this finally. And uh, it looks like uh, the game is going to be six ninety nine, and it comes out December sixteenth. If you know, we've got games like Angry Birds that are ninety nine cents, buck ninety nine. You know, that's kind of was has been the sweet spot. I don't mind paying a little more for a game that's going to work on both devices and look and give me a a, a console like experience, and can because, give you hours and hours and hours of gaming time. Exactly. I, I forget that this is a game that normally, if it would come out on a PC or a Mac, you'd pay easily thirty bucks a month to, just in order to play it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as someone who plays World of Warcraft right now, believe me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I haven't played in a few days, and uh, I haven't gotten the big expansion pack yet for World of Warcraft. Mm. But my, played, my, my uh, level thirty one paladin needs to be leveled up more. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I played uh, I played uh, Infinity Blade this morning for about an hour, and and I did not mean to play it that long. Yes, it was that addictive. You're saying I should get so, some work done before I, I fire. Oh back. yeah, yeah. Sit down when you have time because you won't want to put it down. Uh, and uh, yeah, it. I can see where they could add in levels and and all sorts of add-ons to it because at first I was like, oh, this is amazing. Then I thought, oh wait, is this all it is? And then I thought, oh, no, wait, that is amazing. <laughs> so and yeah, they're and gonna I can see multi- where they could do add-ons and everything. Yeah, they're they're adding multiplayer uh, at some point. That'll be, be awesome. Yeah, you and me, man, going at it. Definitely. <laughs> swords and whatnot. And speaking of games, I, I kind of want to keep the theme. Um, has anybody played Angry Birds Seasons? I have. Oh, yeah. What, what I call the greatest advent calendar of all time. I would agree. Every day, it's like, oh, yeah, I get my new level today. New Boom. Level. And it, I have all day to get three stars before the next level comes out. Exactly. And uh, I haven't played in a day or two, so I need to. I've got a couple levels I need to, to to get three stars on. But yeah, Angry Birds, and it looks like for, from the name of its seasons, it looks like this is going to be the one that's going to get updated for uh, you know next year for Halloween and Christmas and maybe Easter. Who know? Who knows what they're going to do? So yeah, yeah, and it's ninety nine cents again. It's worth it. I, Angry Birds is just awesome. It is. And what's what's the rumor about uh, the sequel being Angry Pigs? Oh, is that yeah. real? <laughs> I heard that, something about it. They said that they're going to do the from, from the viewpoint of the of the pigs. That so, must be so much fun. So who knows, man? That's going to be like a 
like a tower defense game or something. I'm not sure. Like, see, it? Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, so you're the pig, so you get a certain amount of time and a certain amount of materials to build a shelter for your pigs, and then they launch things on you automatically. Or they make it multiplayer. So let's say I build my little thing, and then you get a ping, uh, like on a push thing, it says, okay, Chris is ready for you to try to beat his level. That would oh, that awesome. would be great. Would that be cool? Or that would be awesome. <laughs> or if it were like worms, you know, you know the game worms, mm-hmm. where where you're just you're all the pigs are and your birds are scattered all over the place, but mm-hmm. you you take turns going back and forth to each other. That'd be cool too. Like Either that. one of those things, multiplayer Angry Birds would be awesome. The one thing I, I am not a fan of with the Christmas version of Angry Birds is that the physics of gravity do not apply. Oh yeah, that, snow floats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, but well, it's not snow's not the only thing that floats. There, I, I think I've had a p- couple places where wood just floats. No, that's weird. Air. They'll probably they'll probably fit. You know, them. they'll they'll fix yeah. it. Yeah. What what I think is funny though, because I didn't get uh, the Halloween edition, um, is that I started it up and I'm listening to it. I'm like, and you know, I'm watching the credits. I'm like, you know what? We well, you know it'd be funny is if they played the Angry Birds theme song in a Christmas style. And all of a sudden it comes up and I just, this big grin came on my face because it's exactly <laughs> what they did. So then I switched over to the Halloween one and it's the angry birds theme with like organs and, you know, howls. And, and I, I'm like, this is, these guys are brilliant. They are, they're inside my brain. So yeah, angry bird seasons. If you haven't gotten it yet, uh, run to your iTunes icon and click it and download it, please. Cool. And also, and also, coming. Also coming very soon in December is another very famous game. Uh, it's coming to the iPad. I'm not sure about the iPhone. It's World of Goo. Yeah, World oh, of Goo wow. is coming. What is and this? World of oh, Goo? Oh, World man. of Goo. Let's Don't say it's about, as, it's about as addictive as Plants vs. Zombies and Angry Birds. Yes. I'm looking. I'm Googling. <laughs> Uh, you know, another a couple old school games are coming this month too. This December is a good month for for uh, for iOS gaming. Uh, one of my favorite games from back in the day, uh, The Seventh Guest, is being ported to iOS, and it's going to be out this month, I believe. It's a puzzle game, kind of in a horror setting, and then also uh, the sequel to Mist, Riven, is coming out as well. Hmm. So if if you liked. Riven or missed back in or uh, the seventh guest back in the glory days of full motion video CD-ROM based computer games. Uh, iOS is going to have those t- to scratch that itch. I love it that adventure games are seeing this revival. <sighs> the iPad and it's the I don't best- know about you. Adventure games were my were my favorite. Oh yeah, I mean I'm from the time that from the era that we were playing text only games. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like Zork. <laughs> move west. You cannot move west. There's a yeah. wall. Move east. You cannot move east. There's a wall. <laughs> move <laughs> north. <laughs> yeah, like Lucas Arts. All those. If they brought back all those old Sierra games like King's Quest and oh, stuff, yeah. oh, it's so awesome. Dig, I think I know- it dig dig or the dig or something. The dig. Like that. Yeah, that was a Lucas one. That was uh the dig and then the. Uh, uh, Indiana Jones, A Quest for Atlantis. Oh, those were cool. Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Fathers on Sierra. Th- those were all awesome, and I would buy every one of them. Like, um, you know, I, I was kind of cheesing old school when I got the, um, when I got the, oh, shoot, what is it? Um, the pirate one. I can't remember. Um, uh, the, the, the Monkey,
Yes, and, and, Chuck's Revenge is is gaming perfection as far as I'm concerned. And and it's it's the iPad is the the perfect adventure game device. I mean, I, I had um, Monkey Island on the iPhone and it didn't work for me. It was too small. It was just cramped. On the iPad, it all comes together. It's- yeah, exactly. And there there was another adventure game that came out this year. It was a newer one, and uh, it was developed uh, in the UK. And for the life of me, uh, I think it was Inspector Hector, and it's it's more adult, you know. But I'm I'm an adult, so um, <laughs> it, it's a good one too. Just be oh, aware that there's some adult themes, but it's 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 a hilarious game. It's pretty short. Uh, yeah, Hector, Bad Inspector, something like that. It's episode one, and uh, the rest of them are coming out soon. But yeah, I blew through that one uh, like in two days, and, and was just laughing so hard at some point I had like tears in my eyes. So I gotta mention another one. I gotta mention <laughs> yeah, okay. your gaming show. I'm so sorry because I know that Cliff is like, oh, games, hmm, what? <laughs> <laughs> I sick. love games on my, on my. I have 254 apps. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh, uh, back to the Future. It's coming oh, iPad, oh, yeah. and it's, it's incoming. Did you, see, it's the, there did you see the trailer? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, I don't know who they hired to... That guy sounds just like Michael J. Fox. Exactly, exactly. And then, of course, the, the doc is, is the same actor who... who uh, yeah. But, but it, it, it's, it's exactly what I hoped it would be. You know, they didn't try to do some stupid platform ripoff or... Uh, some kind of a cheesy, too realistic thing. It, this is this is uh, kind of uh, Mon- Secret of Monkey Island, but then Back to the Future plot. And I think I'm that comes so out this, this year too, or early in January. Oh, yeah. Man, and it's, 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 be, it's, a, it's a game in, and it's an episodic game, so you'll ha- probably have to buy, like, I don't know if they're going to do that with in-game content or whether every sequel will be a standalone application. I hope it's I do know yeah, I, I do know that the the, uh, the first episode of the game um, will you can re- go to uh, I'm trying to remember who who makes the game uh, right now. I think it is Telltale Games. If you go to Telltale Tell Tell that's hard to say Telltale Games T E L L T A L E Games dot com. Uh, if you pre register, uh, you get the first episode f- for free. So it oh, might not it looks, hurt to check that out. It looks like it said that it's going to take place six months after the end of part three. So it's going to be continuing the story. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. It's going to be so awesome. And the trailer just looks fantastic. You know, it starts off with the music. You know. So, yeah, the first one's called uh, It's About Time. Uh, the second episode is going to be called Get Tannin. Third episode is going to be called Citizen Brown. The fourth is going to be called Double Visions, and the fifth episode is going to be called Out of Time. Ah, sweet. Just yes. like the, the, the song. Exactly. <laughs> One of the songs is Out of Time. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. And uh, let's see. Uh, we got a couple more things here. Uh, app, uh, Mac App Store coming next week. Rumor. Uh, I'm, hearing, I'm also hearing January 11th, too, for that. So... Uh, we could be getting the Mac App Store. The more I think about the Mac App Store, the more I think it's going to be cool. Especially if you get a new Mac, you know, you'll just hit a button and all your apps will download and be set up and stuff. So, how do you guys feel about the Mac App Store? I didn't. I wasn't all that excited about it at first, but gosh, it, I, I'm a. I think I'm. I consider myself to be a pretty solid Mac user now. 
But what I do remember right now, thinking back, is when I first got my very first Mac, and I had no idea what I needed. I mean, I turned to people like you, Chris, and a couple other people to tell me what to get. But man, having a Mac app store where I can browse by category and then uh, see the most popular and then see, you know, um, I can see free apps or paid versions or um, or if I could at least see the reviews, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's going to be great for new Mac users. And uh, I think it'll be good for me to discover new software. Well, I think it's going to be fantastic for development of software. This is going to be such a motivation for people to make programs for the Mac. Oh, and yeah. I think that this could really skyrocket the whole, you know, well, the, the whole... I, the the whole operating system. I mean, if 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 this works the way it works on the iPad and the iPhone, it can definitely benefit from that halo effect, and people will be quickly, you know, get used to buying applications for the Mac as well. Whereas now they might just stick with what they already have, and so you know, the more people are developing programs and software, the better it's going to be for the whole platform. I agree, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the- and just the update. Being able to just push out a quick update really easily and have it be that everybody that's on a Mac can easily get it instead of they don't know it's there till they fire up the app the next time and it goes and checks maybe for a new app. I mean, if you've set or update, if you set it to do that manually or not, you know, so yeah. Yeah, I never thought about that, but I, I am excited because that I think that would, I think it'll do two things. Number one, I think it's going to drive uh, developers to make a ton of new software but i also think it'll probably drive down the price of software with a lot of competition as well yep probably and what, Oops, what i sorry. what i like <laughs> is that uh, it'll probably also allow us to choose you know right now when you when you want to get uh, what is it called uh, apple is it still called apple works with pages and numbers i work I work. Oh, I work. Okay. <laughs> I don't have it, but uh, I, I never bought it because I felt like, well, I don't need numbers. I only need pages. And so if this becomes available applic- you know, on a, on a per application base, I would definitely immediately buy pages. Mm-hmm. And actually, I wouldn't be surprised that, that with the launch of the App Store, we will get updates for that suite as well because we've, we've seen an, uh, an update of the other uh, three programs. And, but these are still, you know, even in the, in the, the, the uh, how do you call it, the design of the, of the, of the CDs, uh, the, the well, I forget the name, the, you've got iWorks and i something. iLife? iLife. iLife is now, has a totally different uh, layout, a, a different design compared to mm-hmm. iWorks. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised that they are going to kind of do these things simultaneously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Probably be, you know, 15, 20 bucks a piece. Yeah. And they know that everybody's going to buy the, the new iWorks programs once it's available because it's, it'll be one of the few, you know, really professional applications that immediately work. And so that will boost the numbers. And so in the next keynote, Steve can say, well, hey, we already saw, sold millions of programs through the new App Store. It, it, I think it's all part of one big mega strategy. Well, yeah, and definitely the pushing away of the, you know, the CD-ROM drives. What when was that again, a CD-ROM drive? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, DVD player built into my MacBook. I used mine for the first time uh, the other day to burn a DVD for a client. It's like, boy, I hope this thing works, you know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, might be some cobwebs inside there. 
I mean, I missed the three and a half quarter floppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that soothing sound that it made while it yes. was uh, <laughs> yeah, loading the operating system. <laughs> it would do the little <laughs> where where you had the the metal tab that was uh, you know <laughs> oh yeah just sliding to the right, and then you would hear the. <laughs> hey, I have one question for you guys. Um, I know a, a family that might be uh, that has recently got another iMac. Uh, bought the we bought a family iMac for upstairs for Stephanie to do work on, and uh, it's not the twenty seven inches. The I, what is it twenty one and a half or something? Yeah. Anyway, so they have that upstairs, and of course, um, all the iTunes, all the apps, all the everything are down here on my 27-inch, and of course, if they want to sync their phones and get updates or any of that stuff, they have to come down here. Is it possible to sync iTunes between two different computers? Mm. Well, there is a program called uh, Syncopation. But uh, from what I've heard, it doesn't. It still causes some problems. They do use home home sharing, kind of works, uh, but you have to copy things over both to both sides. So, like if there's, you can turn on home sharing. So if there's something on your Mac downstairs that they want, they just grab it and it'll it'll sync into their iTunes on the other computer. Hmm. That might be that might might not be a bad idea to turn that on for right now. Uh, but, but if, uh, if I take their their devices that are paired to my iTunes, when I plug it into the computer upstairs, what happens? It's a is it gonna, what's it going to tell me? Is it, this is paired to another computer? Do you want to switch it over to this one and and transfer your your purchased items? Or you know what? I don't know. Hmm. I don't think it'll transfer your per- well. It might transfer your purchased items if you're signed and if you use the same Apple ID. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, that might that might. That might work. Um, what about I just, if you I just sent did a, a link. backup? What if you did a backup on your computer downstairs, Cliff, and then moved that backup file yeah. where it would be in iTunes on the other one, and then it would maybe know, oh, this computer already has a backup of this phone or this device, so it's okay to sync here. Yeah. Will that work? Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think know. it's going to work to sync, though. I, I think I could probably... I, I know for a fact I could actually take all this content off of one computer and put it on the other. But mm-hmm. the problem is is that, you know, what if they buy a couple songs on their on their phones and I want some of those songs and they want some of the songs that I've been buying and... Home sharing sounds like it's going to be your only safe bet just because anything that's on... that's synced to one Mac is accessible by all the other Macs in the house. Right. What if you went back and used Dropbox as the location of your iTunes library hmm. and synced that between the two computers? I could put it all on Dropbox. How's that? Man, you'd burn. You would burn through your Dropbox storage <laughs> in a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try the home sharing and let us know. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm going to try it or not. I, I may just make them all come down here if they want to sync their phone. It's just a button push. <laughs> but then, yeah. I don't know. So it's the atomic bomb. <laughs> I'll try to think about it when I have more energy. Right now, it just sounds like so much work pushing a button. <laughs> oh, man, I got my iPhone in my hand. I just want to play just one one battle. Don't do oh. it, man. Go do some work. I, <sighs> just one? Go do some work first. Earn it. <clears throat> I did. I became another year older. There you go. Happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You Thank you very much. And thank you guys for helping me out today. 
on the show. And, and Cliff, we want you to feel better. Thank you. 